They buried me in the water and I came out new. <laughs> now I'm baptized in blue. Welcome to the Officer Autumn Podcast, the only podcast designed specifically for female cops in mind. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. So I found this soap company that's Leo owned and they make women soap and men soap. And here's why this is important. There's a lot of excellent um, homemade and handmade um, and all natural soap, but they, they don't make men and women's soap. And so I found this company, it's called Patriots and Company. Highly suggest you look it up, uh, look it up and check them out. I have a whole box of their soap that they sent me and I my favorite one is called American Woman. It's pink, smells amazing. I've been washing with Beautiful Badass. That's really nice too. They have a Whiskey Girl one that I really like. Anyways, go check it out. They also have scents for men, um, but I wanted to just give them a quick shout out on here because I wanted to tell you about that because look, ladies we need to know the companies that are doing things for us what's up ladies let's talk confidence and interdepartmental bullshit that's what we're talking about today i'm excited to have you here i hope you are doing well i hope that things are going well in your life but if they're not i can relate to that right now as i'm recording this it is um June 14th, which happens to be the strawberry moon, which happens to bring a lot of like energetic stuff. So whether you believe in it or not, just so you know, um, you know, obviously we all know about the moon. We all know about full moons. Am I right? Sisters in blue. We know about that. We know what happens around these full moons. Our shifts start to get real crazy, right? Things start to get real fucked up. But what you have to know is there's actually a lot of like spirituality and there's a lot of um, energy at work at all times, but especially around like super moons like this. And it's a really good time for you to focus on what is important in your life and focus on what is meaningful and, and really try to let go of all things that are not meaningful to you. That is what... You know, it's really what's coming up for me in this um, super moon here. It's called the stupid super moon or strawberry moon um, on June 14th. So I think you'll be listening to this a day or two later. It doesn't matter. The energy is the energy. So really be putting that forward. Before we dive in today, I want to just make you aware that uh, I have some really fucking exciting news. Like I'm I'm pretty fucking out of my mind about it. So I'm doing something I've never, I have never done and I've never seen this be done before. So are you holding on to your britches? Let me know. <laughs> Pay attention, turn it up, write this down, don't forget. So um, I actually partnered with two top industry experts, leaders in our industry, both law enforcement officers, both instructors, um, both resumes are incredible. Um, I partnered with Ashley Smashley. Uh, if you do not know her, her name is Ashley Cummins. She is a pro MMA fighter. She is also a Leo. She's an academy instructor. She um, has been teaching defensive tactics and combatives um, and firearms, uh, actually, across the country for years now. Um, so, and she's been in some real deal shit on the road. 
And uh, so I hired her to have her come in and partner with me, um, as well as we have Andrew Keith. If you do not know who he is, he is a um, Marine Corps veteran. He's been a law enforcement officer for going on 15 years. He um, was a sergeant for five years. He was on SWAT. He was on canine, uh, instructor, all the things. And he's also um, a master class competitive shooter in USPSA. And uh, so I partnered with both of them, as well as myself, you know, to bring you this next level fucking training. So uh, it's going to be a mastermind. It's three months long and we start on June 29th. Enrollment is not open yet, but here's why I'm telling you this. If you are not on my email list, you're going to want to be because when the doors open, okay, the doors are going to be opening next Monday, I believe June 20th. No, I don't even know what date. I don't know. Next Monday. Today and today, I don't even know what today is. Today's the 13th, so it'll be next Monday. So whatever that is. Uh, Yeah, I think it's the 20th. 19th or 20th. The doors are going to open, and it's going to open first on my email list. So if you want, if you are interested, you want to read about this, it's all under $200. You're going to get a certificate. Every single week, you're getting new training. Every single month, there's going to be live calls with your instructors. Everything is recorded. It's completely self-paced. You get a certificate of completion and I'm actually creating a flyer so that you can put this in. Like once you sign up, you can also send the flyer in and see if your agency will reimburse you because it's all, it's going to be all things shooting. So we're going to teach you how to be a you know, very proficient, even better shooter than you are now. And if you are not a good shooter now, that's fine. We're going to make you, Andrew is breaking it down step-by-step. He's going to make sure that you never sweat ever again. That is our goal. Plus we're going to have Ashley Smashley coming in hot, teaching you the foundations of combatives, making you much more confident in your abilities, but also making you confident in going to an actual gym. Plus you're going to have me hammering your mindset, your command presence, your confidence. We are literally going to transform you in this never been done police mastermind, three month training uh, before. So again, get on my email list. How you do that is one, you can shoot me a DM. Two, Come into my Facebook group because it asks for your email or three, just um, opt in. Make sure, go to go to the show notes and get, grab one of my free trainings and opt in. So you have three different ways to get on my email list. Just make sure you're there if you're interested in this. Again, all of this for under $200. It's fucking insane. We're crazy. But at the end of the day, we're in the business or I'm in the business of making motherfucking assets. You know what I'm saying? And I know you are one of them, especially we're here listening to me. So let's dive on in. So we're going to talk about, you know, interdepartmental bullshit and and confidence because I made a post and I was given a, a confidence tip. I was asking some questions about like why women don't seem to feel super confident. And a lot of the answers that I got had to do with like, well, I don't feel good at like at my department, like, like. I don't know. I don't feel like my department has my back and I feel like they don't like me and I feel like I'm not good enough. So that's a lot of the reason, to be honest with you, I'm just gonna be straight up, like that's a lot of the reason why 
you know, I, I partnered with Andrew and Ashley, two experts um, in these areas, because really what makes a really good cop are these three areas, okay? If you know that you are damn good at the job itself, okay, and then you are damn good with your firearm, that's going to, your confidence is going to be really high up there. And it's going to be high up there because the respect you're going to get, especially from your department, you know, like how you are with your firearm, it's going to be huge. I remember, I mean, I've, you know, I've gone to the fucking range, obviously, for a lot of years now, what, over 10 anyways, 10, 12 years. And when I, you know, when I was every, and it doesn't matter. I mean, the guy who, who qualifies me now, he's been qualifying me for a couple of years now. So he's not fucking surprised. And let's just all be honest right now. I'm in a very different position than you. I am not on the road. I am literally maintaining my credentials. So like I have a fine, I do fine with my qualifications, but it's not like rigorous or anything. Not that yours is. And that, and you know, you're going to hear Andrew go off and, and, like in that mastermind, you're going to hear him go off about why, like we all need to be training at USPSA, like competitive standards, competitive shooting standards. But, um, you know, it's like every time they see a woman, you know, on, um, on the range or whatever, you're, you are getting judged. You're getting sized up and men are too. Like, just don't fucking kid yourself because every cop is getting sized up by the cops around them. And the reason, and there's good reason for it. I do think it goes over the line, but like, you got to understand, like, you know, you signed up to have my fucking back and every other officer you work with. And if you're a fucking pile of shit, then that's real. And I don't want you having my back, you know, and, and it's real that that, that's real fucking talk. And so I do think that that is important and you do need to have your shit together. And so if you are not confident on the range, I'm going to just tell you, let me just tell you about me. Okay. The first time I ever even handled a gun was when I started, uh, when I became a police officer, they spent an entire day with me. The day before me going to the range, I spent a whole half day in the staff sergeant's office and we went through training, trigger control, sight alignment, fucking pressing until my fucking, you know, until my finger hurt. Like I went through so much. I had, you know, and I was just all this stuff. And then the next day I spent the entire day shooting. First I shot a 22 and then I shot 40 and then I shot a 45, which I ended up having to qualify with the 45. And they trained me, you know, so it was like two and a half full or one and a half full days of just training with just me. There was nobody else. And so that was a lot of special training, a lot of attention. Then after that, just so we're clear, I went and I trained with a competitive shooter and we would train two times a week. He was an older gentleman. He took me under his wing because I knew I needed to shoot and I needed that one-on-one time. I needed it. So we, it was private and it was private training. And I did that truthfully for like two, I would say two, two and a half years until I really felt okay with that. Then, you know, I get with my husband and he's actually, he would compete. He would shoot skeet and um, clay or whatever uh, with um, his dad, his whole life growing up. So my husband's a really good shot. And so we would shoot all the time together and dry fire together, both of us cops when I was on the road. So like I developed confidence in my shooting abilities. Um, but, but do you see that? Like I was putting in the work for that. Okay. So 
So when it came time for me to go to the fucking range, yes, of course I was nervous. We're all nervous. But I was confident. I was like, no, I know what the fuck to do. Get, you know, shoot a little bit, get the jitters out, whatever, whatever. But then like when I was, when I arrived, I fucking arrived. And I was good. I was fucking, I was good. And in that translated, like people, like they talk, Uh, you know, I'll never forget the time that I um, like showed up um, to the department that I got injured at. And like I had been a cop for years prior to that. And, and like they had an indoor, um, range and we go downstairs it's just me and the sergeant and I fucking I kill it and he was fucking wicked impressed he was like he didn't expect it is what happened he didn't expect it which was cool he thought I was gonna be a mess well your girl isn't a fucking mess because I'm I won't allow myself to be a mess and that's really what I want to instill in you is your confidence from this job is going to come from your ability to fucking dig deep and do everything you can to be the best that you can be, okay? And the next is, so we talk about shooting and then we talk about combatives and that's your hand-to-hand, that's defensive tactics and how you handle yourself in high-stress situations. All of that, it goes right hand-in-hand. And so like the three things that you're going to be judged on, right? So your command presence, obviously, how you shoot your firearm, you know, how you handle stressful calls. Uh, I'd say how you handle stressful calls is all, that's kind of all tied into your command presence, your hand-to-hand, you know, and how your hand-to-hand stuff. Everything else can be figured out. Like you can, you can learn the laws, you can learn how to handle calls better, you can learn, you know, how to communicate better, all those things. But like, people want to see how you are right off the cuff, when it comes to being able to take care of yourself and being able to take care of them and have their back, are you an asset or are you a liability? Do you add to the problems that are going on, like to a hot call? Are you adding to it or are you, are you taking away from, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you adding to the problems or are you like mitigating the problems? And that shit is real. It's not made up. It's very basic. But like we build it all up to being other things. If, if you know that you can handle your firearm, that when you go onto a call, you can fight, you've got good command presence and you can handle stressful situations. One of the biggest things that, you know, I see now and I saw when I was on the road, but I'm seeing now based on stories, based on all, you know, videos, officers losing their tempers. Now, listen, it's a very stressful time. We have a lot going on. There's a lot of pressures. I'm telling you right fucking now, there's nothing worse than seeing a woman lose her fucking shit because you start screaming you start raising, it is just chaos. Nobody is going to respect that. And you can get pissed at me if you want, and it can be sexist if you want it to be, but it's really not. And I hated it when I was on the road. When I got fucking serious, it was a real deep motherfucking voice. And that came from my diaphragm. And every motherfucker around me knew that I meant business. I'm not the fucking, I just want to put this out there. And I'm not the fucking king, I'm not the best, I'm not the best fucking female cop. Hell, I'm a half a cop now. (laughs) I just, I'm just telling you though that there is a difference and, and, and it matters because it's, it's also perception. Okay. And, and we're really getting to command presence, but this goes into confidence building, interdepartmental stuff. Like you have to know these things that I'm talking about. You've got to be really refined on them. Like, because if you are not, people are going to talk and and that is when you're going to get your balls busted. People are going to talk behind your back. People aren't going to be so willing to help you out, take you under their 
when you're going to know that people don't fucking respect you. And that's when you're going to start having confidence issues. Okay. Remember, we do not demand respect. We command respect and we, and we, and we earn respect by going above and beyond and doing and becoming the absolute best officer that we can possibly be. And these are the three fucking areas. I'm telling you right now, I have worked with officers who could fucking do police work. Like, and what I mean by that is they, you know, they knew their ge- geography, they knew the laws, they, they knew what to do in all these calls, right? Like they, they went down the checklist and they could do that. But when it came to high stressful situations, they were fucking messes. I mean, I have, I've had to go in and again, I'm not the end all be all. I'm just telling you stories. Like I would have to go and fucking clean up these officers messes because I could handle myself. And I knew that I could. Does that make sense? Like I, and I knew that I could because of the training, right? Like I, I'm not something, I'm not special. I wasn't just born out of the womb, like fucking able to handle my shit, have good command presence, have good confidence. Hell no. This girl works. I work to this fucking day at it. At, I work constantly. I work out. Okay. I'm getting my mind into a really good spot. I listen to personal development constantly. I apply it. I journal. I really work on my mindset. I get inside of my mind and I and I'm I'm right there with myself, right? And I, I'm eating healthy. I'm I'm really focused on being healthy all the way around. And fuck, I'm still training. I have fucking Andrew coaches me on fire. I'm not even out on the road, right? Like I, I you know, but I have him helping me. And and you know, I've I've attended, you know, I take BJJ. I've, I mean, I don't do it consistently, but I have. You know, I, I'm, I'm in and out of the boxing, kickboxing. Like, I'm still trying to make myself better to make sure that I'm an asset for myself. I'm still going above and beyond, you know, for myself. And that makes me feel confident in my abilities. And so I'm just sharing with you, that is how you are going to win. That is what you need to do in order to be, become the asset that you desire to be. You've got to do what nobody else is doing. that's, that's it. I don't even know. Mic drop. You've got to do everything that nobody else is doing and, um, do it behind closed doors. You don't need to fucking flaunt it. It's not about that. True confidence. No, you don't need to go get cocky with it. It it doesn't matter. You got nothing to prove to anybody. You just have to put your head down and do the fucking work. And then the end result will show, you know, I'm going to tell you a story has nothing to do with police work. So, I compete with my, so my husband and I, we have like three Belgian Malinois. Two of them are his working dogs. One's our, our, our old guy, Canine Ebo. You might follow him on Instagram. I post about him a lot. Um, it's Canine Ibo. if you want to go check him out. He has his own little Facebook page. He's a very big deal. He's um, one of the most decorated um, police dogs in the state police in our state. So it's kind of a big deal. Uh, anyways, he's retired now, but so we have him. We have my husband's current working dog. His name is Canine Lambo. He does not have <laughs> an Instagram page. And um, and then we have my girl, Kila, K-I-L-A. Um, it's looked to be like Killa, of course, of course, but it's actually Kila. Um, and Kila and I, we compete and we compete in a sport called PSA. It's called Protection Sport Association. It mimics a lot of what police dogs can do. And 
there we uh, two weeks ago we were at a um, a trial. That's where you go and compete. My, my husband and I we were just spectating, and my good friend she competes too, and we were she was just spect- we were all just spectating, and there was this young girl, and she was a decoy. Now, in this sport, a decoy. Okay, just so we're clear, is a person who puts on a bite suit and takes multiple bites dynamically full on a fucking fur fucking missile coming at you hundred miles an hour to bite you. Like this person is real dealing and they go through like in order for you to be a PSA decoy, you go through like military style fucking training. It's insane what they make you do. And they, and they don't want you to actually be a decoy. So they're trying to break you, <laughs> which, which is cool. We like that. Right. Like People like you and me like love that. So there's this little girl and she's, I don't, I don't even know. She might be 18 and she's 110 pounds soaking wet. And I was like, I won't lie. I was judging her. I, and I fucking said it too. I'm like, damn, like this girl's cool as fuck. But like, I know that there are some big dogs coming at her. And like, I'm in, like this one big dog that I know he's like, I don't know, 85 pounds. And he's like, just a, big Dutch shepherd and he took a grown man right off his feet, right? And so I was thinking to myself, and I said it out loud, probably shouldn't have, very judgmental of me. Um, but I just said, fuck, like that dog's gonna take her right off his feet. And you know, I'm gonna tell you something. That woman surprised the fuck out of all of us. And she took it better than most fucking male decoys. And I mean she is a peanut. And here and here's what I wanna say. That girl works. She knows she's underestimated because of her size. I mean, she's just little. It has nothing to do with the gender thing. I mean, she's just little. But she knows that. And so behind closed doors, that girl is working. She's doing all of the shit that, you know, probably the bigger, stronger decoys don't have to do. But that has helped build her confidence. And so she takes these motherfucking dogs like a champ. You know, and I guarantee you that that girl... She's going to be fucking very well known one day because she's got the tenacity and the grit to really put in work behind closed doors. And that's really what I want you. I really want to instill that in you is that's, that's where true confidence comes from ladies. And it's doing all the shit that nobody sees. You know, it is, of course, it's listening to this podcast. It's listening to all the podcasts that make you think and make you better. It's it's taking the trainings that your agency isn't going to pay for or that your sergeant doesn't fucking send you. It's, it is taken like, of course, my training, like this mastermind, you know, I'm very biased. It is mine, but it is, it is going to be fucking life-changing. Take that, right? But take other trainings and, and, and train on your own and, and on low key, go to a martial arts gym and tell nobody you're a cop. fucking tell them you're a waitress who gives a flying fuck what you tell them just go and just be under the radar and just train and 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 do all the things you do for you and and I just want to remind you I run a business okay so my social media is literally all for you yes you see a lot of me because officer autumn is the brand okay so my face is the brand so yes, I post, you're going to see me working out. You're going to see all the shit that I do, but that's because I, I actually run a company. I run a training and a life uh, coaching company for female officers. And, um, you know, I've been doing this professionally for eight years. So I understand the social media game. You do not need to be like me. 
You don't, you know, and, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, like pff, there's so much of my life that you guys do not see. There's so much behind closed doors that you guys don't see. You have no idea the amount of training and education that I put into myself still to this day. And it doesn't go on social media. I just want to remind you, social media is an illusion because it only shows a sliver of somebody's life. It doesn't show you the day to day. It doesn't show you everything that person's doing. Don't think you need to do that either. Very, very important. Okay. I hope this was helpful. If you liked this episode, do me a favor, share it, send it to somebody, let me know. Uh, And you know what would be super helpful is go down and uh, rate it on iTunes. I'd super appreciate that. Um, Okay, you stay safe and I'll see you next time.